Welcome back to the Zero Weakness Podcast, where we talk about how to be a better lifter, how to be a better coach, and everything in between. Make sure you subscribe and enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Zero Weakness Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Establishment Coffee. Go to establishmentcoffee.com.au, use the code 025 and get 25% off your order and free shipping. Nice. Now, I have to announce something. Oh. Everyone on YouTube who's watching... Thank you so much for your support. We have hit a thousand subscribers. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. How yes. good. We've nice. hit a thousand. That's We've so hit a thousand and ten. A thousand and ten. Yeah. One point zero one K. Yes. Nice. Thank you, everyone. Awesome. Very Brilliant. Yeah. After after going to Eugene's, I'm pumped to put out more content. Yeah. So we're gonna film a bunch of stuff with CJ. By the way, CJ, we're gonna film a bunch of stuff. <laughs> it's good to know. What he's gonna film? I don't know. Just like <laughs> first time hearing of it. Here's, here's how to do an RDL. Some, something like that. Oh, exercise tutorials. Yeah, that stuff's cool. How creative. No, that's that's really cool. I like All right, that stuff. James, <laughs> why don't you write us a content schedule then, buddy? Buddy. Uh, <laughs> buddy. He even dropped a buddy. Far Not you, Mr. Nah, just the helpful stuff. Yeah, nice. I like exercise tutorials. Nice. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we got we got one more subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> now we just need to get like ten million views and then we can monetize. Fuck. Start getting some cash. Nice. You know when you're like in the grand scheme of YouTube, a thousand subscribers is fuck all. But when you think about it, there's a thousand people who actively listen to us. Yeah. Talk shit yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. More mm. mics. It's wild. Like these episodes take me fucking ages to plan out. But yeah. yeah, yeah like and you do all the editing, yeah. filming. <laughs> that, does take, that does take time. No, that doesn't take <laughs> long. <laughs> that does take time. Uh, but it's cool. All right. What have you guys been up to? Well, CJ and I went to Melbourne for Pro Raw. That's what we've been up to. Nice, nice, nice. So when we get past all the general chit chat at the start, we'll, we'll, we'll deep dive into a bit of a recap on that. Cool. Very cool. Uh, Tombro, you're two weeks out from competition. Apparently. <laughs> a week and a half. You say so. Are you yeah. still in it? Are you still, still in it? it? I touched the chest last night. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> last night was like, night. so y- you know what's been in the back of my mind the most? Mm. The episode like six weeks ago where we sat here and roasted people for opening raw. Yeah. <laughs> so each week I've been planning what my raw opener is going to be. <laughs> Just in case I can't touch. That's so good. So last night I'm like, fuck, I don't have to do it. I don't have to do it. Oh my we might need a snippet that CJ. You might need to yeah. bring up a part, that part. Cause, Cause I'm pretty sure I said, one you open raw and you're like, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah that, that just means people can't use their equipment properly. Blah, blah, blah. And then weeks later you said again, it's like, you're gonna have to open raw. And so I was like, nah, I'll be fine. Be <laughs> so what, what's been going through my head is I would rather bomb than open raw. <laughs> And then, so much pride and then on the I've, line. I've been having this internal battle of like, oh, but if I squat something big, I, I want it to count. Yeah. So do I really want to bomb? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so I've been deliberating it, but I, I'm glad it's not a thing anymore. Yeah, nice. Tell us about your squat last week. I still might bomb. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um, I, squatted, I, I squatted 385, which I was really happy about because I was so sick that weekend. Like, couldn't get out of bed. I, was, I went to Cairns for their comp up there. And Meg came to my house to pick me up to take me to the airport and found me, like, in a fetal position oh. in bed. <laughs> had to, like, I'm like, J- I just need 20 more minutes like this, please. Wow. Just, she managed to drag me out of bed and, and get me onto a plane. And I actually still benched that day. I just, like, riddled up and 
uh, managed to get one rep out and then I just went comatose and, and basically died. Uh, and then it was just like some gastro bug. I just, um, apparently it was going around. A few people had it. Just worst fever I've ever had. And then like maybe 12, 16 hours later, like bad runs for like three days. So that day I squatted, I was on the toilet most of the day. Uh, so I was really happy to get it done. That's a and nightmare. It was a, a PB, right? Your squat? Yeah, PB. Yeah, all time. Uh, it's pretty easy. Felt yeah. felt pretty good. So I'm hoping being healthy now I can squat something big. I'm going to squat today. If I feel good, I'll go big. If, if not, I'm just planning to do an opener, which will be like 360-ish. Well, when we say big, are we, th- are we talking north of 400? Four, 400 is all I care about, really. Yeah, I just huge. I just want that milestone. I'll, I'll be pretty stoked. That's, that's so unreal. exciting. Yeah, yeah. What about you guys? What have you been up to? I went to a country music festival. On yeah, the weekend. I had the best three days of my life. Looked it was like so it. fun. How was yeah. the, your first camping experience? It was hot. It was a heat wave in Ipswich. <laughs> it got to like forty degrees out there. Oh, you didn't have aircon in the tent. <laughs> Other people did. They set up these full like shanty towns, and they had like solar panels and everything. They had projector screens. They had uh, air conditioning. They had everything. You were like, r- it was rookie insane. with your Kmart tent. And yeah, we had a we had a swag, a two person swag, and a little beach umbrella and two camp chairs. Nice. It was great. It was so good. I loved it. Did and we found this local public swimming pool and we just went there during the day and went swimming to cool down yeah, and then sick. go to the festival in the afternoon. Awesome. Yeah. It was amazing. Did you see all your your, your favourite country Absolutely. stars? Morgan Wallen. I don't know if anyone knows who he is. I'm sure they do, but he was incredible. Yeah. He was the only reason I went. I nice. loved him. Yeah. Awesome. Great time. What about you, James? <laughs> uh, what have I been up to? You've been balling a lot. Yeah. Playing, playing a bit of basketball. Um... Yeah, playing a bit of basketball, a bit of jiu-jitsu. Uh, nothing else, really. Nothing exciting. Just chipping away day by day. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't been up to anything. I feel like I haven't been up to anything for like this whole year. Are you still running? Nah, I haven't run in five weeks. Deload. Yeah, yeah deload. deload. No, I actually need, I like, because I needed a break and I was like, now I'm starting to miss it. So I want to hit the, I'll probably go for a 10K with the, the boys this weekend. I want you to enter Melbourne Strength Culture's push full run. I'd win that. You'd crush <laughs> you it. Would. What's the, a push pull run? Yeah, 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 so it's bench, deadlift, and run. Because even with like hardly any oh, training, run. you'd bench at least one thirty and deadlift above two fifteen, mm. and you'd run the mile pretty quick. What What do you reckon you could run a mile in? Frick, I don't know. I surely I reckon a mile hmm. six minutes, six and a half. Oh, I reckon I'd go sub six. Yeah, it's yeah. one point six. Oh, you got to do yeah. it then. Yeah, I reckon I'd go sub. <laughs> you're flying down. Mm. You got to do it. I didn't know they were doing that. That's dope. Yeah, it's really I'll pay cool. Pay for your flights. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. It's such a cool idea, and I like how they're all jumping we'll on board run. with it. Mm. Yeah, um, no, but Jamie Boos, he's actually been he's he's looking pretty good uh, strength wise. I don't know how fast he is. I think he's quite fast. Mm. Um, surely I'm faster than all of them. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, what else were you we saying? What was I talking? I'm, I'm away with the I was just asking running. if you're running. You're yeah, no, no, no. I'll, I'll go for a 10K this weekend with the boys. Oh, just a casual 10K. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'll jump in because they've got some hard sessions now that they're like a few weeks out from race, uh, from their race. But um, yeah, no, that's it. All right. Well, now you can't be sick on comp day then because I know you're going to be running in the morning. Oh, I went for a run. Oh, I'm, no, I'm no. definitely not running. <laughs> Why? Just run at five in the morning and come to the comp? No, 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 no. Fuck that. Nah. How how long is ten k's like time wise? Easy easy k's like an hour. Yeah, mm. but nice. yeah, no, I want to get it early. Yeah, so it'll be good. Nice, nice, nice. Um, right. CJ, what have you been up to? Same as Tombro, we were um, 
yeah, at Pro this weekend. Got to see some big guys compete. It was good to see Will Crozier compete mm-hmm. in the flesh um, and Jen Smith. And yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. But yeah, it was a dope weekend. What are you grateful for? Oh, man. I did not even think about this. Can, could we, <laughs> can we pass? I'll come back to me. Get live music. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love going to live gigs. It's just the best. Such a good vibe. Yeah, every time I go to a live, live gig, I always say to myself, I need to see more uh, mm-hmm. live music. Every time yeah. I see one. I'll play your song. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. My yeah, brother's the piano's got my piano. gone. Yeah. My brother did um, play a, I think like a 70th birthday with like this professional violinist uh, and he did the backup keys and um, I saw a clip of him playing it. It was, it was incredible. Like they, were, they did amazing. Is everyone in your family musically gifted? Nah, just him. Wait, so you're not including yourself? No, I'm not musically gifted. Stupid. But you're good at the piano. I'm I'm good at identifying patterns. Like I don't think I'm good at anything besides seeing patterns and things. And you're if just I can being s- modest. If mm. I can see a pattern thing in something, I can do it well. That sounds like an answer that someone that's good at things <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gives a <laughs> No, it sounds like the definition of autism. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what are you grateful for, Tombro? Oh, I don't know. Um, uh, I am grateful. I don't want to say I'm grateful for powerlifting because I said, said that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I'm grateful for. I, I'm grateful for the powerlifting community, like the, the, how the community bands together and uh, gets along with each other, and, and competitions like Pro Roll where everyone comes in from every place and we all get to catch up. And it's different now. I was saying to a few people on the weekend that pre-COVID, pre-2020, it was pretty much the same crowd and you'd catch up with all the same people and there are a lot of new faces involved in powerlifting and, and in pro or in mm-hmm. general. So it's actually nice to be meeting new people and interacting with new people uh, and people that might not have um, any idea who you are or in, in the powerlifting world. So it's cool to just like be amongst it all. I love, um, I feel like there's been a big shift in uh, powerlifting. Like everyone's getting along more. Like you used to see a whole bunch of dumb internet beefs or hear coaches talking shit about each other. But you don't really, um, well, I don't really see any of that anymore. Yeah, I think it's kind of self, self um, mm. organizing. Like you can't be a dickhead in a small community and last very long. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. you'll just get ousted. Like mm. no one has time for that shit. You'll just get yeah. pushed to the side. Mm. Uh, what am I grateful for? I am grateful for my, I said this a few times, but last week I thought I tore my adductor. Like oh, that's yeah, how you were, you were saying that. Yeah, that's, right. that, that's how sore it was when I did it. I thought I tore it mm. and then it kind of came good and now it's sweet. You know, just rested a little bit, bit of fucking compression on it. Now it's come good. It still feel a little bit, but when I, like I did see it, thought I tore it. I was mm. like, nah, that's fucked. That hurts like shit, but now it's good now. So wait, what are you grateful for? A healthy body. Yeah. <laughs> Not being injured. <laughs> you, never, you never actually said what you're grateful for. You just talked about your- Just tom- wanted to talk about my injury. <laughs> your, your Tom Hardy injury. <laughs> Tell them how to muscle tear. Oh, yeah. Nah, so it's sweet. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm grateful for. Awesome. I know what I'm grateful for now. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for living on the Gold Coast. Mm -hmm. I think it is so good here. Um, I remember last time I went to Pro Raw, we we went, um, we ran into like my old like church mates and we just so happened to be at this restaurant and we were in there with them. And this is at midnight as well. <laughs> so yeah, like there's, a, there's a whole community of CJs that exist <laughs> beyond 11 p.m. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Lifting finished rule late that night, and we were out with Jordan Hellier, and I, I saw them, and you know, it's the first time I've seen them since. So before COVID hit 2019, um, we sent a lot of. Uh, we we started a church in Melbourne. So a lot of my close mates moved down and I never saw them for like two years because, you know, they went to lockdown for like 30 months, yeah. you know, forever. So it was the first time seeing them and catching up with them. And then I, I th- like, I was actually going to go before getting, like coming to zero. I was actually going to go and, and move down. And I was like saying to Thomas, I remember we were at um, the lounge and I was like, man, if I had like gone... I would have been sitting at that table opposite you guys and we would have never known who each other were. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, man, what a different life like it would have been. And Meg was like, you would have said hi. And I was like, no, Meg, we would have been strangers. <laughs> like we have no idea like who. We were. And I was just seeing this time around going down there and like going to my, and I love Melbourne. I think it's such a dope city. Um, but I was like, man, I'm so not like anyone that lives there. It's it is a dope city, and I love visiting. But I was like, man, I'm so glad I didn't move. Yeah. Like, what a mm. different life I would have had. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm actually so so grateful. I remember like you something you always talk about like when you travel overseas, and you're like, oh, all these cool things about other places. But to live there probably wouldn't be the best. And mm. we actually now I feel like I'm old, and I'm like, yeah, no, the Gold Coast is the best for because <laughs> it really is. It, is. it really is. Um, so yeah, I'm really grateful that I'm here. It was a really nice way of saying we were sitting in the car and I was just completely ragging on Melbourne for like 10 minutes straight. And I and I was like... Just had a full body rant about it for <laughs> ages. He did. He did. <laughs> Mainly because I was angry at my car and I was angry at how people were driving. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. Every Uber I got in, every time I rode with Tom, there was someone that was like an idiot on the street. Like, <laughs> I, like every time. I couldn't believe it. But yeah, I, I think, yeah, well, I was down there we were rolling together and Meg was like, would you ever move cities? And I was like, oh, honestly, no, not anymore. I wouldn't, mm. this wouldn't, be, I wouldn't come here. And then Thomas went on a rant about how bad it was. Mm. <laughs> you know, when you're upset at something as well and you start like taking digs that aren't even, that <laughs> yeah. aren't even real. You're yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, like, the food here sucks. And I'm like, fuck <laughs> I mean, it, it actually like, doesn't. The food here is sick. <laughs> like, like, what the food? The you best start thing. creating like fake scenarios yeah. in your head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The air smells different. <laughs> It's too cold. All right. I love it. You got a quote? Give me a quote from a movie. I got to read mine. Um, I'll go first. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our (laughs) deepest fear is that we are powerful Powerful beyond beyond measure. measure. It It is is our our light. (laughs) (laughs) Not our darkness. uh, You know what it is. (laughs) Uh, Josh the Cool's got it tattooed on him, eh? Does he? Yeah. Oh, really? No yeah. Where? Uh, fuck, on his back. Like, is that what that is? That yeah. On? It's that wow, quote. really? No. Yeah. yeah. Anyone want to take a guess at what... Bridget, can you guess what movie that's from? No, but I'm guessing it's some basketball movie. Yeah, nice. Spot <laughs> <laughs> <Hold> on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what is it? Coach Carter. Oh, yeah. I know of it. I've never seen it. Such a good it's movie. A, yeah. It's a great movie. One of the greatest movies ever. Yeah. All right, mine, mine is, you guys will get this straight away. Um, sorry if I'm saying it wrong. It's probably not said like this. But a jury consisting of 1,500 film artists, critics, and historians selected this quote to be the uh, most famous movie line ever. Oh, that's ever. Mean, means something special to you then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Oh, is that from <laughs> Casablanca? No. 
No. That's a famous quote, and yeah. but I don't know. And Tom, Tom it was famous because he said damn in it, right? And you couldn't really swear in movies back then. That was considered Yeah, like I, I don't actually word. know what movie it's from. It's, it's um, Clint, East, Clint Eastwood, isn't no, it? No, it's not Clint Eastwood, isn't it? Um, it's actually... Um, do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Yes. So it's spoken by Clark Gable as Rhett Butler in the 1939 American Civil War uh, epic Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind, ah. yeah. Yeah. Wind. Yeah, there, there was like a bit of controversy around it because you couldn't, people didn't swear in movies and damn was like, yeah, it was like a swear word. Yeah, right. Nice. Yeah. Still is in America. Damn. damn. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's still like, ooh. I wasn't allowed to say, say growing up. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I wasn't allowed to say shut up. I got in a lot of trouble if I said shut up. Well, I had a fresh mum that could barely speak English growing <laughs> up. So. Just fresh mum. I just made shit up. Oh, my gosh. As long as my dad wasn't around here. Bridget. <laughs> Hamburgers, the cornerstone of any nutritious breakfast. Come on. <laughs> well, that's a quote you live by right there. What's that from? Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. Right at the start, yeah. Is it? Yep. Or is it when they're eating... Yeah, it's at yeah. the start and then and it replays the guys, that at the he end. He takes the guy's hamburger, yeah. 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 Nice. Great movie. CJ. Um, what's the difference between me and you? I'm not the one wearing hockey pants. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what voice was I doing? I'm guessing it was a Mike Tyson. Was no, it Mike? No, no, no. That, that's, that's funny that you say that. Um... I don't it, know. It's from Batman again. I was going to say the yeah. Batman one. So, yeah, there's a scene where all the other Batmans come out, like fake Batmans. Yeah, are, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're all trying to be vigilantes oh, as yes, well. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. And it's like, well, what's the difference between me and you? And he goes, I'm not the one wearing hockey pants because he has the, the Batman voice. voice. He lisps hockey pants really bad. Yeah. And it's like iconic. <laughs> Which Batman movie is that? Um, the one with Christian Bale. Um, it's the one with the Joker. It's the second one, yeah. Yeah, Joker. The Dark Knight. Uh-uh. All right. Let's, uh, you guys just got back from Melbourne, Pro Raw, arguably one of the biggest competitions uh, each year in powerlifting. Uh, how was it? How was Pro Raw, like, this is your second time going to Pro Raw, CJ? Mm. What'd you think? Um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I guess <laughs> working wise, there was less lifters for me to follow, so I could really um in, enjoy the comp as well and, and and spectate. But also, I got to watch uh um like people who I've never watched compete before, but I've always wanted to, like Will. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to see him compete. I, got, I actually was there to see Jen compete. Um, and yeah, um, even Big Mal was competing, and yeah, so it was really cool to. Um. See, uh, yeah, witness all of that, and um, but I'd say like, oh, the weather was actually better this time around. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I don't know. Was it cold last time you guys were there? It was really cold, mm. but because it's like in a warehouse, mm. it's warm as it was hot this time. Yeah. So true. this time it was like the wind was chillier, but not as cold, and then yeah, inside it got hot. It got really hot. Yeah. I like the setup better, I guess, <laughs> from a videographer's point of view. Because last year they brought, like, the, the frame of the cage out all the way out. And it just made it really cramped so everyone to walk to the Oh, they did the change that, yeah. So they brought it all the way back. Um, they turned the bench around and faced it the other way. Um, still don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> um, so do they have it in the same location every year? 
Uh, it used to be in the Arnold's and now yeah, it's back to yeah. PTC headquarters. Okay, yeah. yeah. Which is just big gym. Yeah. It was a big turnout in terms of like uh, people coming out to mm. to watch it. Yeah. Um, but it does go for a very long time. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, which is like sad because like when the big boys are there on Sunday, by the time they're doing their third attempts, people have gone home. Mm. Yeah. You know, because it's just such a big day. But, that you know, that's like when people are fighting for the win. Like yeah. That's the most exciting yeah. part of you know, the comp and especially those are the biggest boys. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Mm. Yeah. I, w- I won't say too much about the comp. I'd rather just like go through and recap all, all of our zero lifters and, mm-hmm. and how everyone did. So on Thursday was old dogs and single lift. Um, and we had Sue Fitzsimmons and Vanessa Wadsworth from Brisbane. They both can competed. Um, Vanessa had her best comp to date in terms of going nine for nine. And she's got a bit of a funk around squats. Um, and she, so going three for three on squat, she was really stoked about that. So she had a great day. She was on top of the world. She pulled 150 and, and was like blown away by that. And it was quite easy as well. So um, well done to Vanessa. Sue had a disappointing day for Sue. Sue bombed on squats, unfortunately. Um, uh, personally, I, I think her squats were, were fine, especially her, her second and third. Uh, they were certainly the best squats she's done depth-wise for a long time. And uh, if I was sitting in the ref's chairs, I, I would have white-lighted it. But this is just the way the cookie crumbles. And kudos to Sue because bombing is hard. Bombing when you've put a lot of eggs in a particular competition basket is even harder. And especially when you've invested financially, you know, when you've had to travel, flights, accommodation, car, whatever you do to, to get to the competition. Uh, but... Sue's been doing this for a while now. I think she's competed for almost six or seven years. Like she's been doing it for a while. She's not a baby. She really just took it on the chin and continued the day and uh, still had a day that I think she walked away with. uh, She walked away from pretty proud and I walked away from extremely proud. Like her squats, we took a jump each lift, even though they were red lighted because Mm -hmm. they were so easy. And uh, I was confident that, uh, she could improve on the depth, and she did each attempt. She just went lower and lower. Uh, so I'm confident she could have squatted 195, maybe even 200 if we loaded it up. And she finished on 190 deadlift, which got red-lighted for uh, a little bit of a hitch at the top. Rightfully so. It was a bit messy at the top. Um, but she's stoked. She pulled it up, and and so am I. Infinitely proud of, of how well Sue did. So Yay, good on you, Sue. Sue. Um, then honorary lifetime superstar member Andy Davis <laughs> also competed uh, on Friday and he got his 300 kilo deadlift demon that he's been fighting for a very, very, very long time. Amazing. So well done, Andy. Um, he got his 300. On Friday, uh, the only person from, from a zero gym that competed was Jordan Anderson. Um, and he, he had, he's been dealing with a really bad knee for a long time. And it was going pretty well, and then he, he cooked it sort of five weeks ago. Uh, so he had to take it very conservative in training through his peak, um, but managed to get on top of it and still managed to have a, a pretty decent day. He always wanted 800 uh, because he had to play conservative on squats. He didn't push for 800, but he got pretty close. Yeah. Um, and truthfully, his, his squats were very easy. Very easy. So if, if he was confident because of the knee, I'm, I'm pretty sure he would have got the 800. He benched 200, which I know he's wanted to do wow. for a long time that as well. That 273rd attempt, that looked like it could have been an opener. It really could have, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, and I think that was always his plan. I think he wanted to go like 270, 285, 300. Yeah, right. Something along those lines. So um, good on you, Jordan. Uh, we couldn't make it that day because we went and um, 
recorded a podcast with Eugene Tio out at his space and uh, did a bit of a deadlift session out there and hung out with, with them for a little while. Uh, then Saturday was the females. We had Jen Smith, Wick, and Lisa in the 60s, uh, and they all did great. Um, Lisa, <laughs> Lisa, kudos to Lisa. Her weight uh, jumped up quite a lot like three weeks out. She was always sitting around 60, 63, and then it bumped up to 65. It kind of settled mid-64s, but she had to cut with a two-hour weigh-in. So that's you know almost a 10% cut with a oh two-hour weigh-in. So she cut hard. She made it. She still went – yeah, she went nine for nine. Wow. Um, and she PB'd, comp PB'd her squat and bench press, total PB by quite a while, um, and matched her deadlift PB, um, which she had done in the gym a few weeks earlier. So massive performance by Lisa. Uh, Wick had an awesome day as well. Uh, and Jen Smith, I mean, Jen just did Jen things. Went 505 at under 56 for – <laughs> to add like 30 kilos to the all-time 56 record in Australia, uh, which was already hers that she set last year at Pro Raw. So she pushed amazing. that even further. Um, and yeah, just amazing, amazing performance by Jen. Um, then who else did we have that day? We had uh, Lydia, mm-hmm. Lydia Hankey. Um, she had an unreal day. She squatted 220. Jeez. Um, which was uh, huge for her. When we started working together, her frequent comment was like, I know I'll never squat more than 200. So to be here a couple of years later, squatting 220, just absolutely amazing. She also competed the weekend before, yeah, um, wow. competed at the um, WRPF New South Wales States at, at um, uh, what's that gym called? One Strength mm-hmm. in, in Orange. Uh, so she had flown there, driven four hours, done the comp, driven back, flown home, and then did another comp the weekend after. Uh, so huge back-to-back performances from Lydia. She ended up, uh, in third place, Jen, of course, won the 60s. Lydia Podium went th- third place. Um, Rachel Baxter competed that day as well. Uh, she didn't have the best day. Uh, she's had a lot of life stress happening lately. Um, and to even, she was she tried to pull out a few weeks earlier and I sort of talked her back into it. So to even show up uh, with the stress that she had been under is uh, a stellar effort. And even on a bad day, she still squatted 215, benched 110 deadlifted 210 like she's very strong uh and uh infinitely proud of her as well um was that all our female lifters am i forgetting anyone i think that's it i really i I really hope i'm not but i think that is it can i quickly interrupt uh do you know who i want to see compete at pro Raw next year who in that weight class is uh the new coach at zero south side jessica yeah Yeah. she's a fucking monster yeah, so we'll, we'll get her into the Zero Pro. Because I saw her, she squatted 155 for a triple in sleeves. Yes. Very easy. Same. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see her there next year. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so I'll put it in her employment contract that she has to compete, <laughs> compete at the Zero Pro. <laughs> has she competed in powerlifting before? I think she's done novice comp. Okay. Yeah. yeah I don't, I, she's never done it seriously, mm-hmm. um, but she definitely can, should, and will. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, expect to see her doing some big numbers over the next 12 months. That's awesome. Uh, and then Sunday we had uh, we had the men. So um, in the ninety five kilo class we had Peter Dolan from New Zealand. Um, as you know, he crushed his finger. What three weeks ago? Uh, no, the w- a week out. A yeah. week out, crushed his finger on the mono hooks. Mm-hmm. Like proper crushed it. Yeah, like hospital stitches, penicillin. Like mm. proper crushed it. Oh my god! Um, and it was it was a mess. Like he took his band aid off at the end of the day, and bleh, it, was, <laughs> it was not a nice, not a not a pretty sight. So, 
Um, he showed up. He he was shaking like crazy on his squats for some reason. Mm. So his first squat, he squatted halfway down, came back up. Um, second squat, he then nailed. And third squat, I actually missed because I had to wrap them back to back. I can't remember what happened if he stood up with it and it was high or if he didn't get it. Um, then he had a great time on bench. Mm. I think yeah, that was PB. A PB. Yep. 187.5. Yeah. Yeah, so... That's crazy because I remember when I was coaching him before you did, mm. I think we were pushing like 160 at yeah. a stretch. Mm. So you've added a lot to his bench. He's just, yeah, he's such a great dude as well. So yeah. it, was, um, it was cool to see him. It's fired him back up just mm. to be around uh, like elite level powerlifters, being around all you guys as well. So yeah. just speaking to him recently, he's really fired up for powerlifting again, which is cool. Yeah, well, hopefully we can get him over for the Zero Pro, mm. get some redemption. Um, and then he deadlifted and deadlifts were always going to be a question mark with his finger. So he opened on 220. Do you know, did he tell you what happened? Nah. He picked it up and he just put it down. <laughs> he didn't wait for the down call. <laughs> he just locked it out and then put it back down. He's like, and as soon as he did, he's like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> um, so I think just like he was overthinking the pain in his fingers. Like that, that was always going to be the hardest thing is just the pressure in his finger holding onto the deadlift. So he went out and did it again. It was easy. And then he went and um, pulled... 270, got it to the top, but it, his finger was just a mess by then, so he had to drop it. It's just because, uh, you know, he already struggles with grip grip issues on deadlifts already, so yeah. it was just another thing that made it a million times worse for him. Yeah, uh, but he, he still had a good day, like in terms of just, like you said, being amongst it and mm. um, still showed up despite the fact that I, I think most people probably would have pulled out if they had stitches in their fingers because everything hurts when you're like that. Mm. Like any pressure through your finger is going to hurt, so good on him for still showing up. T Hardy, first pro raw, number one baby. He won. He won. Uh, so number one in the ninety fives. Uh, great, great performance by Tom Hardy. I was a little bit worried because he made a post like a week out saying I've trained eight years for this. I'm like, okay, he's put in this high, high on his pedestal. I re- I already knew he had it high on his pedestal, but when he made that post, I was like, one of two things will happen in this scenario with a lifter. They'll put so much pressure on themselves that they'll have a terrible day and wig out uh, or they'll step up to the plate. And he stood up to the plate for sure. Because same thing happened to Khan last year. He put so much emphasis on the comp and just worked himself up until frenzy, had a terrible day. Uh, This year, Khan, I'll talk about him in a sec, was way calmer. But yeah, Tommy um, came out, squatted 355 was his his best squat, um, which is the biggest squat ever in the 95s at Pro Raw. Uh, So he's happy to take that off Stenzel. Um, then he went out for 365, but but couldn't stand up with it. He weighed in real light. He had been walking around at like 96, 97, and he weighed in at like 93.6 or something. So I think he was just stressing and wigging out leading into it and maybe lost a little bit of weight because he was very lean on the day as well. Yeah. I was um I was just, I forgot to add as well, because uh, Peter Dolan, he actually lost about five kilos mm. just from the penicillin in that. Yeah. But I was hoping he was going to squat around 350, 360 as well. Yeah. So be, he, he was strong enough to do it. It'll be it'll be cool to see him and uh Tom Hardy battle it out squat wise uh, next year for sure, or even at the Zero Pro. They're but both I, freaky squatters. Yeah, I also just wanted to uh, jump in about Tom Hardy. You know when people talk about uh being a good athlete and whatever. When I think of Tom Hardy, do I think he's a good athlete? Yeah, he's a fucking amazing athlete. But yeah. I don't think he's a. I don't think that's why he's so good. Like he's the the epitome of hard work, dedication, and consistency. Yeah, he literally. Like, he personifies that. Yeah. Like, he's got the results just from grinding away for years and years and years. Like, when you first started coaching him, Thomas, what did he squat? He totaled, like, uh, not even five, 500 or yeah, something, didn't un- he? Yeah, under 200, yeah. See, 
look at it. He's added 400 kilos. Mm. He's doubled his total. Yeah. Which is fucking insane. Yeah. So I love seeing guys like that, you know, really, uh, what's the word? What's the saying? You know, fruits of the labor, whatever that yeah. is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, he's, he's, he's definitely, he's definitely put in the work. That's mm. for sure. So, uh, he had a great day. Ended up benching 205, uh, for a PB and then deadlifted um, 307. 307. Yeah. It was interesting because my first pro roll was in the 95s and my deadlift attempts were the same. Oh. It's like, I might have opened a bit lighter, but second attempt 302, he did that. Third attempt 307, except I passed out with my 307. He he stood up with it and he won. Uh, so good on you, Tom Hardy. He's so good in competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Keeps his head on really well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he had a he had a great day. Um, in the 110s, we had Rido. Um, Rido... Uh, he was squatting a bit funky. He, his squats weren't weren't all the way there, but he still went out and and gave it a, a red hot crack. He ended up on three forty five. Um, he had uh, he missed his second and third bench. He had a yeah was having a hard time on the bench. The the press calls were quite long, and I mean that's no excuse, but uh, I think that threw him off a little bit. Um, and then deadlifts he pulled 310 on his second really easily we went to 315 for his third which would have bumped him up to fourth place and he got it to the top locked it out and then lost his grip oh no no. i don't know if he tore a thumb but it definitely just slipped out it looked like he had the bar bar really high on his back for squats too he always does (laughs) (laughs) he always does um yeah so uh Rido had a Rido had a good day. Ended up, I think, in fifth place in the one tens, which is a stacked weight class. So, still an amazing effort. Um, honorary mention to to Will. Um, I don't coach Will, but I I handle him at every major comp that he's done, and uh, he won and he went for nine for nine and just did Will things and had an amazing performance. Amazing. Um, so well done to Will. And then in the one twenty fives, we had Khan. Like I said, he came in really relaxed, really. Uh, calm and poised. Uh, the, the news out now; it's no secret anymore. He lost his mum a week before the comp. So, um, what what doesn't get posted and spoken about is that that wasn't just like everything's good. Mum's gone. Go do the comp. This was like a lead up. She was she was uh, you know fighting fighting cancer, and it all came up very quickly. Um, and obviously, that that's going to rock the family. It's going to rock work life. It's a lot of additional stress. Um, and so, uh, I'm, I'm not going to tell the full story cause Khan can do that, you know, next time we have him down and, and on and he can, he can talk us through everything that happened. But, uh, yeah, to, for, for him to, to show up and do as well as he can, just really, really, really cool. Um, really speaks to the, the communities that we build at these places, like the Zero Mackay community and the support and the love that they gave him and showed him really got him through that whole thing. Um, and to step up to the plate and not just step up to the plate, but do as well as he did. You know, he, he, he squatted 345, he benched 212, 210. Yeah, 210. And then he really wanted 900. Everything on this comp ride was riding on him getting 900. And it meant that he had to pull 342 to pull to, to get that 900. And his PB was like 325. And the heaviest he pulled in prep was was not 342. Uh, so we took a massive jump to his third and just hail married it, and he got it. Wow! So so he so got insane. his got his nine hundred. Um, you know, having Dean there by his side all day was was something he really needed, and it, it was he, he actually got thrown around a bit with his squats. So 
Um, I'm not sure if you guys saw Josh Ra- Rayson, who I used to coach. I coached him into last year's pro role. He he tore his quad tendons off the bone. Uh, that was so that ugly. was the lifter before Khan. So we were standing there wrapped and ready to go. Josh tore his, his quads and obviously dropped the bar. And then there's, you know, the mess around of um, figuring out what happened. And they had to carry him off. That took a long time. So we had to unwrap Khan. Uh, and then Dean was fried. He couldn't wrap. So I had to wrap Khan real quick which is a different rap style for Khan, which throws another spanner in the works. And he still came out and, and nailed it. So Amazing. Yeah, really, 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 really good. Um, And then Joe Whitaker. Fuck. Yeah. Last lifter. <laughs> first, first and only person in history to total 1,000 kilos two weekends in a row. Oh my God. So he competed the weekend before and went hit, hit a PB of 1,055, uh, which is the new 140-kilo all-time Australian record. Um, and then showed up to Pro Raw at last minute. I was going to say, was he meant to do Pro Raw? Nah, it was <laughs> never the plan. Uh, and then on Wednesday, I was talking to him and I was kind of like, you're going to do Pro Raw, aren't you? And he's like, I'll see how I feel. And then on Thursday, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm going to enter. <laughs> and then, yeah, he, he entered last second and uh, won that competition too. <laughs> so um, squatted a new PB of four four 4.45. Wait, um, so he... PPB. <laughs> yeah. That's silly. Well, he had, squat- <laughs> so he had squatted for 55 yeah. the weekend before and went down and up, uh, but struggled with his lockout. So he got red lights on that. Um, and then Benchy was feeling a bit, um, wasn't, wasn't feeling 100% in his pec, I think, or his shoulder. Uh, so we played it pretty safe. And I just kept the numbers high enough to, to be inching ahead of everyone else. Just to nudge the the win just out of reach. So his third attempt bench was two fifty five, and it was very, very, very easy. Mm. Um, and then his deadlift. So for someone who opens on three three hundred and five kilos, guess how many warm ups he takes? How many? Three. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean three? What does What's he do? The jump. He goes. I think he goes one twenty, two twenty, two seventy. He starts with one twenty, or maybe one seventy, two twenty. 270. He starts with the 170. Yeah. I mean, by that point, you're already warm. Yeah, it just um, needs to be prepared. Oh, but he's, ha- he's had a funky back and hamstring for a little while. So he opened very late. He opened on 305. Uh, and then we went 325, 360. He missed yeah. missed out on the 360, but yeah, ended up with 1,025 kilo total. Um, you know, a week after doing 1,055. I wonder why he's got a sore back. He's literally <laughs> putting a fucking car on his back and squatting it two well, weeks in a row. For, for how big he is, he's 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 like a giant Tom Hardy. Like, he does the work. He's a unit, eh? Like, he'll do, like, a 13-hour day painting and then message me and be like, oh, bro, I can't do my session tomorrow, so I'm just going to do a double session today. And then when he does a double session, it's not like two mini versions of the same session. It's like a full squat session where he's squatting like 380 kilos or something. And then a full bench session where he's benching 240 and all the accessories. That guy's a monster. Yeah. Absolute monster. Yeah. This is a really random question. Do you reckon, because his 260 the previous week was really easy as well. Yeah. Do you reckon if he scrapped deadlift and squat, do you reckon he could be the next guy to bench 300 in Australia? Yeah. Uh No. No, I, I think the next person to bench three hundred in Australia will be Caleb. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think he's as far away as as it looks. Sorry. Uh, in terms of like, if you look up his numbers, uh, what's his best in comp? Two seventy, two sixty five. Uh, I think it's two sixty five. Yeah, 
Um, but now he's 10 kilos heavier and his numbers and training are way ahead of where they've ever been and he's nowhere near peaking. So um, I think Caleb will, will have the next hot crack at it. But yeah, he's definitely capable of doing it. Yeah, it's unreal. I think he'll be getting up there in three lift pretty soon. Considering when we started working together, I think his best three lift bench was around 240. Yeah, wow. Um, so yeah, like the 260 was easy. There was more in it. What happened at that comp, I, I think his arms or his shoulders were a bit messed up. And he self unracks, and he had to get a handout because his arms were so sore, um, and just that that change in setup threw him off a bit. Yeah, isn't that annoying? Self unracking two sixty and th- <laughs> throwing it around like that. Like, get fucked. It's unfair. Isn't that annoying? He's um he's one powerlifter. I love watching eh? Mm. Everything he does, it's just great to be around. Mm. Just a really nice dude, really humble dude, really fun in, in competitions. Uh, and just, yeah, super easy to work with. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, great powerlifter. Really, really mm. great powerlifter. So, yeah, that was our that was our pro roll weekend. What a weekend. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well done to everyone. Uh, you guys all fucking killed it. Uh, next comp. Uh, we've oh, wait, wait, wait. I forgot Caden Weller. Oh, the yeah, K-Dub. Yeah, Caden K- competed. Um, he had a little bit of trouble on his squats. So the squats were a little bit high, so he... Um, he didn't squat as much as he, he, he would have liked to uh, and then benched and deadlifted PBs. Um, it's, it's really great to see him on top of his deadlift because every comp we did together, so I used to coach him and now Jordan coaches him, every comp we did together, he would miss at least one deadlift on, on grip and towards the end of peaking, he would always start to have issues with grip. Now, it's, grip is not a problem at all. He, hold, he holds on to everything. So um, actually, that's a lie. He dropped his third deadlift in comp. But... <laughs> but his grip is better than it's ever been. So really, really great to see him come on top of that. Uh, special thank you to Arian as well. Arian was there all weekend um, helping everyone uh, in the Zero team. Um, he was working his ass off just loading plates and helping with wraps and just being a general legend. So thank you so much, Arian. And, Amazing. you know, all the Zero people that sort of helped each other out. It was really cool to see. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so the next big comp. So you want you want uh, all these lifters to do the zero pro? Is that the goal? Oh, as many as possible. Yeah, yeah, as many as we can. That'll be awesome. Sorry, I'm getting paranoid that I've forgotten someone, and I really don't know if we. No, I've looked through the photos, and I don't think good? we did. Yeah, no, I don't think we did. Okay, good, 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 good. That's everyone. Yeah, for sure. Sweet. Were there um, were there any other lifters that aren't a part of zero that you guys were pretty excited to see? No, I don't pay attention to anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, the, the the biggest standout to me, or the two biggest standouts to me, Sarah Rainbow, incredible female oh lifter. Gosh. Um, biggest female bench press in the country, 170 kilos. Oh, uh, what? She, she totaled 705. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> Absolutely wild. Wild. So, the competition. So, bi- big, biggest female total in Australia and biggest dead, uh, biggest bench press oh in Australia. Oh, my God. I, I, I love hearing about freak athletes like that. But then on top of that, all I hear about her is nice things as well. Lovely person. Mm. Yeah, absolutely lovely person. And similar to Tom Hardy, has just been grinding it out for a long time. Like, this is not an overnight success story. She's been doing it hard for a long time. Um, and for me, the other standout was Mitch Lee. Mitch Lee from Tasmania. Mm. Uh, same thing. I've been watching this guy compete for uh, maybe since like 2016, 17. Uh, I've sort of known of him and, and been watching him at competitions and just watched him go from 
you know, squatting high two ninety, uh, high two hundreds, low three hundreds to now four hundred plus, winning the hundred twenty five kilo class, being the second guy to total a thousand in the in the one twenty fives, and just phenomenal lifter, like just clean, consistent lifts, really nice. Um, who do I like? I liked uh, seeing Jason Stupas. He's cool to yeah. watch compete. Yeah, three fifty deadlift. That's yeah. Uh, and yeah. I, I think, at 95. And I think he weighs under 90 as well. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. Mm. Squatted 300. In sleeves. Um, didn't mm. Lily Riley get a big squat yeah. as well? Yeah, 270. 275 something, or something, yeah. I think. And same thing. She Insane. also did that WRPF comp the week before and did Miami the week before that. Yeah. Wow. What the hell? Yeah, she's um, a freak. Yeah. Last year, she competed eight times. Do you know what's yeah. crazy? Like, so how far powerlifting's come since I came into powerlifting? Like, you know when someone squatted 300, you're like, yeah, that's fucking humongous. Yeah. Now if someone's not squatting 300, you're like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it was like watching, I was thinking that myself watching um, the big boys, their, their flight was like, I think that the opening squat in the third round was 330 or 340 or something like that. And there was like 15 lifters. God. And I was watching 3.30. I'm like, ah, oh, it's just 3.30. like, fuck, we get desensitized mm. to this very yeah. quickly. Mm. It's like yeah. watching Coop's bench. I was just doing 2.50. Yeah. I thought of that uh, the other week when Rado was warming up for squats. It was 300. And I was like, should I go spot? I was like, nah, it's only 300. I was yeah. like, wait, <laughs> did I just say that to myself? Yeah. yeah. I just say that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's only 300. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, yeah. About, what about you, CJ? Were, were there any other lifters that kind of stood out besides Lily? Um. No, it was more, yeah, her, Sarah Rainbow, that that was insane seeing her, because she was squatting 270 plus as well, mm. um, and I think her deadlift was similar, was yep. it? Yeah, uh, yeah, insane. She's just very good at all three lifts, though. <laughs> yes. Just a great lifter. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. Um, but yeah, no, the whole weekend was good, at, at, like, and it was so cool meeting everyone, everyone was super nice. Oh, I did the most unforgivable thing. What? I was just in videographer mode, running around trying to catch our lifters and warm ups and blah blah blah. And uh, and without realizing, like, because everyone's kind of when squats are done, the monos are right up. Uh, the warm up monos are right up against the side of like mm. with it. So everyone's just leaning up against it. So I'm like kind of climbing through the monos, and I kick someone's coffee over, <gasps> and it's Sebastian Orobs, and it <laughs> spills on his Jordans. <gasps> what? You yeah. didn't tell me this. Yeah. And I'll go, I'm so sorry. And he goes, it's right, it's right, mate. And I just sprint off, find tissues. And I'm like dabbing the floor. And he's like, it's right, mate. It's right, don't, don't worry about it. Like he kind of like just went across the toes, uh, or the toe of his right um, Jordan. And I was just like, so this guy's going to hate me now. <laughs> oh <my laughs> so much. I was wondering why he blocked me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> N0. <zero. laughs> and now I can't find any of his content either. Nah, yeah, I felt so bad. I was like, "Sweet, what a great first way to meet the guy." I forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> I forgive you. At least you would have made an impression. Yeah, <laughs> an impression. Yeah. Um. All right. So, do you guys want, still want to talk about something? Nah, we might save the topics for next time. That's kind of mm. eaten up most of the time. We yeah. might mm. finish off with your. Oh God! <laughs> Questions of the week. <laughs> All right, I got some uh, <laughs> fucking sicko. I got some uh, good would you rather's. <laughs> Podcast could end here. <laughs> courtesy, uh, courtesy of Reddit. <laughs> All right. Uh, now they're pretty fucked up. So uh, I'm gonna gonna ban Reddit from the zero internet <laughs> servers. Sorry, you cannot access this website. <laughs> All right. So the first one is: Would you rather pull your own thumbnail off with a fork 
or put a toothpaste un- uh, toothpaste or put a toothpick under your big toe and kick a wall. Oh, fork easily. Yeah, yeah I go fork. Yeah, easily. Fork. Oh, yeah. I can. I can feel the toothpick thing. No, yeah, yeah. I can literally feel. You know, sometimes when you oh. cut your toenails or nails a little bit too short, and it gives you those fucking yeah. bite. Oh. Nah. All right. <sighs> Would you rather wear someone else's poop-stained underwear or use someone else's toothbrush? Oh, toothbrush. toothbrush, easy. Yeah, I do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that anyway. Yeah, I thought what that if was they, yeah. What if it's a stranger and they uh, have really gross yeah, dental think, like, hygiene? Yeah, but you, it cancels out by the like antibacterial nature of the toothbrush. Yeah, mm, that, that is true. Fixes it easy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Would you rather eat your own scabs uncontrollably or pee yourself every time a little bit if, when you stand up? Scabs. I do it already anyway. <laughs> what? <laughs> Everyone's eating a scab. Yeah, but not uncontrollably. I don't all the know. Time. That's gross. Well, how often well, do you have scabs? Yeah, true, true. All right. I stand I, up a lot more than I have scabs. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. It's just simple mathematics. Anyway, I don't die for this yeah. right. I'm eating my scabs. Yeah, I'll go uh, the scabs. All right. You people are disgusting. <laughs> all right. Would you rather cry out tiny rocks instead of tears or sweat pickle juice? Sweat pickle sweat juice. Sweat pickle juice. I Fuck no. I basically already sweat pickle juice. <laughs> <laughs> I literally drink it every morning. I'm crying out fucking How tiny rocks. How painful no. would that be yeah. though? I, I cry maybe once every fucking year. No, see, I cry daily, so. <laughs> I don't sweat very much. <laughs> I cry daily. Yeah, I wake up and- uh, And I sweat profusely. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine fucking training and you just smell like pickle juice? Yeah, delicious. Buddy, you just can't believe what's if going on. If you don't here. shut up, I'm taking you straight to the vet and getting you put there. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> Poots, why'd your ears perk up? Yeah, sorry, guys. We've got the doggos in here. All right, we'll cut it there. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Zero Weakness Podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Zero Podcast. If you want more information, head to our Instagram, Zero underscore weakness. Hit the link in the bio for all of our services and any information on upcoming workshops and events. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review so we can have a broader reach and answer more people's questions. Thank you once more.